This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. This is your host, Shut Your Trap, a.k.a. Chris Freebus, joining me as always halfway across the world, Jared Morgan. Hello. How's things? Uh, things are okay. If uh, if I have a little trouble speaking today, that's because yesterday I uh, at breakfast, I bit the tip of my tongue, and I bit it nice and good, and, you know, it feels like I'm missing the, like I just chomped it right off. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's never fun. Um, no, especially generally... since it's like... That's all you can feel, you know. Every time you eat, you're now afraid you're going to chomp it a little bit more, and uh, things just don't taste quite right because that's where I think your uh, your sweet receptor uh, yes. of your taste buds is right there on the very tip. So, yeah, you know, it's um, it's funny. Like when if for some reason I bite my lip or something like that, or bite my cheek, and you know, then just continue about my day without you know thinking consciously that I bit my cheek. I always keep biting it. It's one of those things, isn't it, that your your mouth and everything inside it is almost like within microns of tolerance. Right. So therefore, <laughs> if anything is just remotely bigger than normal or out of place normally, it just feels so wrong and everything yeah. doesn't work. Everything just starts falling into a big heap. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I said, it just feels like something, uh, like the tip of my tongue is dry and uh, it's just, just, yeah, not a good feeling. Don't care for that at all. Rather <laughs> unpleasant, yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, right before uh, this podcast, well, I shouldn't say right before, but a few hours ago, uh, just went and saw the Lego Batman movie. Oh, right. Well, lucky you guys can because we can't. Uh, oh, it's not it's released there yet. We we are one of the one of the, I think it, there were twenty seven countries where it was, where it was released, and we're not mm-hmm. one of them. So um, why don't worry? It's all right. Don't worry. We'll just go and watch a screener instead. <laughs> <Get down tomorrow. laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we're used to it by now. Well, I can I can tell you this much. Uh, spoiler free. Uh, I found it to be in every way funnier than the Lego Movie. Oh wow! Okay, that's pretty good. Um, because Lego movie is pretty funny. Yeah, I think I found the Lego movie more amusing than outright funny, and it, it definitely touched that you know soft spot in me of oh yeah Lego you know it, it hit the nostalgia button over and over again. This yeah, one totally. is just plain hilarious. Um, All right, and, and they dialed up the comedy. Eh? They dialed up the comedy. Not only did they dial up the comedy, but they threw in so many jokes for the parents. It's ridiculous. Oh, good. I mean, there, there is stuff that there is absolutely no way your kid knows about because oh, right. there's just no way he knows about it, you know, or he or she. Yeah. Um, and so you could hear the difference in laughter in the theater between when the adults got something and the kids didn't. So it was kind of, it was kind of funny. Um, and, been, and, this is how it would have been, right? It would have been, ah, and then as the kids go, ma, what are you laughing at? Right. <laughs> Why is that funny? Um, and then on top of that, that, they threw in so many visual gags in the background that, I mean, I there's stuff that flashed by that I was like, oh, I wish I had seen that, and then it was gone, you know? And, and 
is one of those things where I think that if you just constantly freeze framed any particular frame and looked in the background, you'd see something. Um, I mean, it is jam packed with Easter eggs. So, so it's one definitely designed for repeat watching on DVD. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Mm. Um, and then when we get finished with this podcast, I'm going to go see John Wick Chapter Two. Oh, John Wick. Okay. Yeah. I haven't haven't seen that at all. You you haven't seen the first one? No. Nah. It's which one is yeah, John Wick? You, you know of it though? Yes. I I think so. Um, I've heard of it. Like it got released down here and everything, but I just didn't really pay much attention to it. It was probably a busy period. So, uh, when, so how long ago for was people, it released? For people like uh, it was released. Uh, I almost say two years ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah, two years ago in February, uh, at least here. Um, so for the uneducated like Jared, uh, John Wick is Keanu Reeves. He is a former assassin, and some idiotic people that think he has a hot car decide they're going to steal his car, but while they're at it, they're going to uh, mess him up and they wind up killing his dog. And that's all it takes for him to go get back into the game and go postal. And when I say postal, he it, basically is call it gun foo. If you're a fan of any of uh, John Woo's movies, you know what gun foo yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he proceeds to just kill the ever living hell out of anybody that gets in his way. And probably 90% of those kills are headshots. <laughs> That's the only reliable way to do it. It movies is the be, only reliable way. Movie would be, movies would be a lot shorter if everyone just did headshots, you know? <laughs> yeah. The thing I found so refreshing about that one, and this is why I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing the sequel is that for as much as I complained about shaky cam, this movie is completely devoid of it and yeah. it does not do massive amounts of quick edits. Um, there is actually on uh, they came out with an honest movie trailer uh, for John wick and they showed a comparison of just kind of in that trailer of why John wick rules and something like uh, Liam Neeson's taken sucks. And that is because they showed a, they showed a, Probably a 10 second clip from John Wick. Not a single cut in it, but it's him tumbling and jumping and killing and, and the camera's just following him the entire time. And then they showed a equally 10 second clip from Taken of Liam Neeson hopping a fence. And I kid you not, there were six cuts within that 10 seconds. <laughs> so just because Liam's old and it's hard for him to jump over a fence... <laughs> You need to put him on a trampoline. Boing. Right. <laughs> right. And Keanu, I mean, Keanu's in his, uh, is 50 and yet he's 50. Uh, yeah. I know it's crazy, right? He must really have worked out to do John Wick. Well, they, they said that they used portion of their budget to put him in training for three months. <laughs> wow. Wow. So that was part of the budget of movie expenses. Yeah. Yeah. So they wanted him that bad. They wanted Keanu. Whoa. Reeves that bad that they put him into training for three months. Well, they realized that that's what everybody identified with in the first movie was it wasn't just the action. It was watching Keanu do it. So it was like, well, we need to have Keanu doing this again. You know, uh, every bit as much as he did in the first one. And unfortunately he's totally down for doing that kind of stuff. Um, it's been pretty good as an actor, right? Cause you know, to get that much training and get that fit, it's, 
it's is a full time job. So imagine being able to get paid to get that fit right. as part of your job, and then do your job and get paid again. You know what I mean? It's sort of it's pretty good if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think about really that with win win. <laughs> <laughs> you think about it. It's even thinking about it with uh, professional athletes, where yes, they're getting paid to play the game, but they're also getting paid to show up every day and hit the gym. Uh, and you know, do workouts and a lot of these training facilities. When you're at their facility, you know, they've got the full massage uh, area and they've got the food there for you. Um, they, uh, I know the the Los Angeles Lakers basketball. They're building a new facility that opened next year, and they already showed uh, you know, pictures of what what's going to the amenities that are going to be in this training facility. One of the things was even having a barbershop. Um, oh, so, so they really don't have to leave. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. basically go there, hang out all day, uh, do your thing, and go home, and that's what you're getting paid for. So yeah, that's your job. Instead of being in office, you're in a gym. Instead yeah. of uh, filing TPS reports, yeah, <laughs> it's you're doing burpees. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I've never had to file the TPS report. Yep. I, 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 I have to work Saturday, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. What do you say we talk about some uh, some news that has come down the pipe? Uh, yes. This this episode, folks, is going Let's to be that. very Arcuda heavy. So... Mm. Uh, <laughs> We we promised that we'd be able to talk about some things, and uh, now we, can we talk can. about some things. Yes, now we can. <laughs> well, let's talk about some things. Yeah. Let's talk about the let's talk about the first thing that uh, came down that we almost had a special podcast for um, when it was announced. Then we were like, eh, well, we can delay it, and that is that we already know that Arcuda had partnered with Farsight to be able to bring Pinball Arcade to their uh, to their machine. We're going to get into that in a little bit, but the first thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, is instead they also have now officially announced a partnership with Barnstorm Games, and they are going to be bringing Time Shock, in all its ever-loving glory, into full it's ultra glory. That's right. That's going to be pretty cool. Uh, it lends itself very well to that sort of setup. I think uh, from the Steam version already, they do have a degree of cabinet support implemented, so um, it will be. Interesting to see the extras that they put in. Well, I think we can safely say, um, if you go to Arcuda's website, which is arcuda.com, uh, there is a ton of videos up right now. And basically, really, they've they've just updated their website. So it's packed full of fresh information about exactly what their machines can do. One of the That's things right. to note is that we're talking about it having coils and uh, shaker motors and all that good stuff wired right in. And I can almost guarantee you that uh, one of the things that partnering partnering with Barnstorm and doing Time Shock is making sure that stuff gets implemented. Um, that's right. I that doubt stuff that is... the Steam version has written no, in. I'd say definitely not. That wouldn't actually have that in. Uh, so that would be a, a definite exclusive and a, probably a value add if you really want. If you were like one of those guys that was just super into Time, time Shock, and you wanted basically a, a real pinball without having all the trouble of a real pinball in your house, that would be the version to get. Now, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you might remember a while back that um, uh, Barnstorm had also collaborated with Silver Castle Pinball uh, to do a real version of Time Shock, like a, yeah. actual flipping, a flipping pinball. Right. 
So I, I started digging into that aspect of it a little bit too because I thought, hmm, it's interesting that they're going down the digital path here and allowing um, Arcuda to actually offer what is essentially going to be a very complete version of Timeshock. So I started digging around from Silvercastle and to be honest, there's, there's not a lot of online information about Silvercastle. They seem to only have a Facebook presence. And on looking on their Facebook posts over the last couple of years, um, I saw one um, back on 15th of June, 2016. And I won't read you the full post, but there's two reasons why they were saying that things are being delayed. Uh, the first one is about, you know, not accepting pre-orders, et cetera, et cetera, and we don't want to, like, take money before we have it. But the second point, which is interesting, is that, and two, no matter how close the computer game comes to the real thing, not a single object in the Whitewood could be left the same as in the game. No. That, that together with all changes Dennis Nordman made meant going through many playfield iterations and taking a lot of time to get the point where we are now, a well-flowing playfield layout that we're very happy with. Now, the thing to point out there, not a single object in the Whitewood could be left the same as in the game. Let's dwell on that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, it please. sounds like let's let's like uh, that suggests to me that somehow the guys at Barnstorm Games said, "Yeah, you should do Silver Castle. That we'll get Silver Castle to do a, a flipping whitewood on it. Cool." But then something changed with their agreement, and now it sounds like I can't really see any pictures of their um, flipping whitewoods or anything like that on the site, but it seems that they've had to do something like um, Time Shock, um, but not Time Shock. And the interesting thing is that having a look at the digital mock-ups of the game and the back glasses that they've got up, the and comparing that with the Time Shock Arcade Edition um, that Arcuda is offering, the artwork is totally different on the cabinet. Like on the back glass, the artwork is absolutely different. Hmm. Um, so, so it's like Silver Castle have had to do what they what we now refer to as a, a pivot, yeah. <laughs> and and completely change things. They've and got, and you're saying that nothing new has been posted from them since was that August? Uh it was June. The yeah. last post was in thirty first of uh, December, twenty sixteen, and there is a post saying, here's a sneak preview of what's to come early next year. Keen observers should be able to spot a thing or two, dot, dot, dot. The team at Silver Castle Pinball wants to thank you for continued support, blah, blah, blah. And on that, it's just a single picture with what looks like um, a uh, the original play field, but it looks like there's been some changes in the style of the play field. Hmm. It it looks like that it's gone from photorealistic-ish. I'm just going to flick back quickly to the original version, see if I can see some screenshots. Um, but it seems like it's gone from, yes, it has. They've actually changed some of the art on it. So the one from Silver Castle Pinball has a more sort of colored time capsule thing, which is the thing down sort of towards the bottom of the flippers. Um, where it has all the three different or three or four worlds on the playfield. So they've done some art changes to that, and made it sort of more colored compared to the one that is on the Barnstorm Games digital version. 
which is basically just a gray sort of um, time machine without any sort of representation of the glass. And it looks like that the other things they've changed, again, could be the way the, the planets are illustrated as well. So I think what it's suggesting is the Silver Castle one has basically got redesigned art um, on the play field to make it so that they could actually proceed with the build. Mm. So okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. It actually looks, I'll, I'll give it to them, it actually looks better <laughs> than, <laughs> uh, than Barnstorm's version, I think. It actually looks a little bit more like the pinballs of today that are coming out. It looks a little yeah. bit more modern, a little bit more vibrant in color. And I'd say it's actually a better looking thing than what is on the uh, Akuda one, just as a comparison. But mm -hmm. um, the fact that you'll be able to play it digitally with all this extra integration, um, that's still pretty cool without all the overhead of maintaining a pinball machine right? Um, and all that. And also so, having the ability to play everything else on it as well, which is the other huge benefit of it. Yeah, so let's let's actually talk about a little bit uh, some of the information that uh, Arcuda did wind up releasing on their website. Um, for starters, we're talking about a the main play field will be a 42-inch touchscreen. Um, yep. And we're talking industrial-grade touchscreen because one of the things that it's hinted at here on the website is they're looking at having a coin-op version of, mm. of this. And I know Farsight has talked about they had investigated doing coin-op um, and they backed away from it due to licensing issues. Yeah. But obviously they probably got that cleared out. Something else that I know that Farsight talked about um, guy years ago with me, they had mentioned the uh, kind of your touch wizard kind of, you know, the, you see them in bars, those small uh, yes. video games, yeah. you know, Table basically a lot of them that had, uh, you know, Arkanoid. <laughs> yeah. And they had been approached about that. And I think that was when they first started dealing with the possibility of coin up and realized that at that time that they weren't going to be able to do that. So mm -hmm. interestingly enough, with the Arcuda, not only do they have their uh, arcade cabinet, but they also have their own touch wizard, and they're saying that um, Pimble Arcade will be on that too. Yes, that's right. It, Pimble Arcade is basically on all of their touch devices. Yeah. Um, anything that they sell, it looks like Pimble Arcade has been licensed to use on it. So if you don't have the room for a pinball machine, you can get a countertop, a countertop touch unit, which incidentally runs on Android. So... Right. Um, so the good thing about that is you not only have the ability to play Pinball Arcade, but also Zen um, and all the other different pinball games and all the other offerings on Android and pretty much use it like a little mini, in a way, mini computer, I guess. Um, yeah. Almost like a, almost like a, an Apple IIe form factor type of computer, <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is pretty good with a lot more stuff on it, of course. Now, the interesting thing about the, the TouchWiz is... I wonder if that's uh, if it's running on Android. I wonder what guts is inside the machine. I wonder if it's actually um, something like a Shield console, because you know how Shield mm. Nvidia actually have their Shield um, sort of what was supposed to be like the entertainment hub thing mm -hmm. that they got. It's incredibly powerful. It's got the same specs as the um, the Shield tablet with a K1 processor in it, but more RAM and designed to be used basically as a, um, uh, a set-top box. Now, they've okay. 
released a new they released a new version of that this year. They've done an updated version with even more spec and more guts in it. So I wonder what the insides of that thing is, whether it's bespoke or whether it's actually technology that's been improved in some way to add the touch interface to the screen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't um, either. Don't <laughs> hard to say when you haven't uh, touched one yourself. Um, yeah, it's true. It is one of the one of the other things that they have uh, announced with regards to Farsight and Pinball Arcade is that they are actually mapping the uh, how, what do you what do you call it the the coil mapping or uh, the shaker motors coil um, coil pulses right um, right as well like as, as well as the lighting now one of the things that they're talking about lighting is that is in the back glass so what happens here your play field is going to be obviously on the forty two inch. Your DMD is going to go pop up to the uh, custom LCD that they have for correct. uh, That's right, the 15-inch HD LCD monitor. Right. And then they've got the 32-inch monitor up top for your back glass. So that's going to have all the lights pulsing the way they should, which is something that Farsight hasn't had to program in yet because, obviously, we don't have back glasses while we're playing. No, we don't. That, That is basically implying is there's going to be some customization here going on between, uh, well, basically on Farsight's part. So all of you that have been wanting Farsight to allow cabinet support and do cabinet support and everything, and uh, even the guys that did that mod uh, to be able to do more of a top-down play view, um, that's what's going on here. You're getting a little, it's not just uh, porting over. Uh, if you're gonna, if they're gonna start doing something with the backlash, what makes me excited about that is, well, when you're playing something like uh, Scared Stiff, we, we've all seen that backlash. It's it's not pretty. It's, <laughs> it would be uh, definitely one that would be a candidate for um, first iteration uh, refresh. I think yes. you could say, yes. and things so, like um. What about um things like brighter pinbots backlash with all the um, ascending ladder up. Bright right, with the big flasher bulb in there, that would look amazing. Well, same thing. Same thing goes with uh, uh, whirlwind and yeah, uh, uh, hurricane shaker, hurricane, yeah, comet. Yeah, with, uh, well, yeah, we, we the... don't have comet, cyclone. Um, yeah, yeah, any of those. All of a sudden, you're going to have the backlash doing what the backlash should do, which will be awesome. So yeah, I'm yeah. really kind of stoked at, at the fact that they announced that. Because that means that Farsight's going to have to get to work and do some stuff, and it's stuff that we've been begging Farsight to do. Even though it's like, yeah, we're begging them to to make certain tweaks to a back class that we'll never see. But uh, that'll be sweet. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to uh, to how to Farsight doing that, and hopefully it'll trickle down to just even the regular uh, game itself. Uh, I don't know. We'll if see. It will. I, you don't I know don't if it will. It, I don't think it will. I think this work is being conducted under license, essentially. Oh, so it would be a a Raccoon exclusive. I think so, yeah, because this is, well, number one, Mm. the Farsight to make that actually work, you would, I'm not sure, you might have to help me understand how the the mod on Steam works to actually get backglass support, but I think the... uh, Well, they don't have backglass support on the mod, as far as I know. It's only DMD. I don't even know if they have DMD, do they? I just know what it is, is they just... 
they instead of using the camera angles that Farsight provides, they yep. hacked into the program to be able to get a you know top-down look without it having any kind of uh, uh, angle. Oh, right. So it'll so actually it fill up the entire, yes. Yeah, right. But that would be, well, then this is a huge step up from there then. Yeah. Um, now, I think there's there has been a bit of um, one piece of feedback that we got when we announced this on blykpinball.com. Um, I did a blog post up because we just didn't have time to do a, a um, an episode. Um, there was a bit of a, a time constraint when with Alcuda releasing the information to us early. Um, but the the thing that we got as a feedback from one of our listeners is that they're a little bit disappointed that uh, Farsight has gone down the path of sort of not really supporting those people with cabinets. And, you know, sort of, you know, there's been a bit of language in there that suggests that people aren't really happy. But I guess to, to that, I'd say, yeah, fair call. Um, it probably is a bit frustrating if you have a cabinet and the suggestion of cabinet support has been, you know, thrown around by Farsight. But, you know, at the same time, the stuff that Akuda is doing here is non-trivial. Like it's uh, this level of integration was never even thought about by Farsight when they were like tossing around cabinet support. Right. So this this here is, you know, and so that that's one thing. The other thing too is that, you know, this platform that Arcuda is here, I guess if you like um, the concept of pin cabs and you've set yourself up one yourself, um, it might be worthwhile going, you know what, maybe I should look into this because this, out of any other platform that's there, I don't think there's any other one that actually has a 42-inch um, touchscreen monitor. Um well Let's let's touch about that because uh, if you watch the video that's on their website, um, they show that this isn't just a pinball cab. Um, no, it's not. You can replace the uh, the apron basically with uh, full joystick and uh, arcade buttons on top, yeah. and therefore you're also able to play any number of games. They were showing a, a demonstration of playing Grid, uh, which is a racing game on it, yep. um, and Gauntlet Legends. And being able to play it either on the 42-inch screen or throwing it up onto the 32-inch uh, back glass and playing it there. Yeah. Um, one of the things they showed was they were playing grid with the joystick, and then they switched it over to playing it with the touchscreen. <laughs> yeah. And then they switch it over and play it with your controller plugged into a USB port that's on the front of the uh, the the coin door, basically. Yeah. Um, so there's many different ways of, of playing. They also point out um, that you're able to plug in. It's compatible plug and play with 360, Xbox One, PS4, PS3, and uh, your own PC with Steam. Even Android. You can even yeah. like interface your Android products into it as well. So really it's... The, the box that they've got running all this, synchronizing up all the screens and doing all that sort of logic is basically like a big... Uh, I liken it to um, a an AV system that you just put all your things into and then it handles it all for you. Right, like uh, the receiver? Switching. Yeah, yeah, a receiver. It's basically like a an entertainment system receiver plus yeah. also like a pretty, what I imagine would be a pretty powerful PC. That's the one thing that's interesting though, isn't it? Because we haven't actually seen the specs. No, we don't know the specs. The, uh, 
yet. No, but I'd imagine for it to be driving two screens and an uh, LCD monitor for the back glass, we'd probably be talking at least a two-head video card system in there for it to do that. Mm -hmm. um, I'd imagine to get the power going. Um, particularly as I saw the, the things running on Steam on that preview video, and they weren't lagging at all. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. there was a fair bit of effects in it. So I'd imagine it'd be a pretty grunty box that they've got driving all this technology. Um, I think I, I saw a sneak peek of the, the, the box. It, they didn't show it what was inside, but I saw sort of what it would actually look like. Uh, they had a picture. Here it is. Let's see if I can bring it up. Um, it's not really super clear, but it looks like it's definitely it's a big PC box. It probably would sit in the bottom of the cabinet. And it looks like it's got pretty heavy ventilation in it. It looks like it actually has two um, power uh, power box. Uh, what are they? CPU. Um, my words fail me. Um, power supplies <laughs> in it. Um, in it, and a big panel which is a little bit low res, but I can't really see. But a big, big panel. There, yeah, it looks like it's a relatively decent looking box. Um, so it should be it yeah. should be very interesting to uh, to see what other changes uh, get made for compatibility issues. Um, I do know that right now, if you watch the announcement with uh, Pinball Arcade, that right now the DMD it didn't look like the DMD was working. Um, other than for I don't know. I kept on seeing images of, of where it just looked like it was Pinball Arcade running on the 42-inch. Um, no back glass, no... Uh, well, sometimes I saw a DMD, sometimes I didn't, but the DMD was clearly on the 42-inch. Uh, and I know they don't want that there, obviously. Um, no. So right now, I think what you're seeing is the current version of TPA running on, uh, on the Arcuda system, and eventually they'll get it... Uh, through some wizardry, <laughs> um, get it. Obviously, I'm, I'm assuming the wizardry is on Farsight's end, uh, but making it integrate with the machine completely. But I think that'll be... Because I've touched a video pinball once. Mm -hmm. um, it was at one of the league guys. They had one. Um, and I quickly started playing a game on it, and then I went, why am I playing this when I could go play you know, the actual machines? Um, yeah, it didn't because... touch you enough. Well, and then not only that, but it was just, you know, okay, great, the buttons are on the side of this thing, but that was it. Mm. The idea of having the coils uh, react so that it feels like when you're pushing the button, the flipper is flipping. Um, I wonder, do the what do they have going on for, say, the pop bumpers? Is that another set of coils that's going to activate? Yeah, I'll say there'd be a shared set of coils. There'd be different ones. You know how, like, in a machine, there's ones that actually pull and ones yeah. that actually activate cranks. Um, there'll be a whole stack of different types of solenoids inside. So they might actually even have like a basic sub-assembly, probably mm -hmm. a custom sub-assembly, just with the, I guess, the um, the coil set up um, in the pop-up configuration, but probably attached to the side of the cabinet. So I'd imagine that one side, they'll actually be, or maybe on the base or something like that, there'll be an array of coils that will basically be hammering away on the side of the cabinet. You want to have that okay. feeling, you want to have that tactile feeling through the cabinet. And I think the yeah. only way they're going to do that is to probably put it quite close to the front where the flipper buttons are. So you'll actually oh, feel okay. it a lot better. Feel like and, then, and then there'll be things like um, the um, vibrator motors and all that sort of stuff as well. 
which will need to they go put in. A, I wonder if they'll put a, uh, uh, a replay knocker. Oh, I on. think they'd have to. It's not a pinball machine without That'd be a replay cool. knocker. Yeah. So imagine <laughs> that integrated directly with um, uh, the uh, pinball arcade software. You know, every time yeah. you get a, uh, a replay, it actually orchestrates it correctly in time with the, um, the replay on the machine itself. Pretty cool. The only thing is if they, if they uh, well, considering they're looking at the coin-op version, I think this is a, kind of a good indication that no, we will not be seeing Stern Pinball on this unless they, obviously, they'd have to get a whole other uh, license going. But, you know, mm. the Stern tables have a, that different pinball, that, that high-pitched screech of uh, noise for their replay. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they put that in. I think they were trying to cut down on coils, and they thought... What's the most annoying noise that we can <laughs> put in a pinball machine that tells everyone that something happened on it? And, oh, it would be that basically a, a, a one-second blast of feedback um, through speakers. Yeah, that sounds great. Like, that won't be annoying. Is it really for the speakers? It's not an actual knocker? No. I've never known. It's not a knocker. It's, it's fully digitized. It's, it's, oh. it's through speakers, which is why it sounds terrible. Wow. With, um, you know, on some of the early... Uh, like Royal Rumble and stuff like that, Dutch right. tables that had right. it like a little bit sounded like a, there was a bell inside the machine. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was just all through the speakers. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it's all just like a digitized sound, basically. The most annoying sound ever in pinball. <laughs> now the video also shows a whole bunch of uh, showed a display of. A whole bunch of other games. I don't know if any of it was pinball, but they, they it sounds like they've got other vendors, obviously uh, coming on board with them, um, and and fully using the integration that uh, all the control setups that they have. So it should be very very interesting to to see how this comes along, and uh, be curious to see what the end result with Farsight is, because um, I think that's going to be a big. A big selling point is if this is the definitive version of Pinball Arcade, you know, and again, they're advertising, you know, it's well over 70 tables that you get to play with. Yeah. Um, so, so this that, is that's, like, this is really, um, if to my mind, this would be essentially a fork, a commercial fork of Pinball Arcade. Yeah. Um, which is, it, you know, it's going to have full customization like i don't think we're going to see the cabinet mode like we see on the arcade platform um anywhere in pinball arcade that's offered on steam like it's just not yeah. going to happen yeah oh i know what i was going to say was with regards mm. to having only touched a uh, video pinball once but to play it with all those coils going off and uh you know having an actual dmd i'm very interested to see how much my brain gets fooled um, yeah. One of the things they mention is that there's a, it was in parentheses, a, a 3D view. And I'm very curious to know what that means. Are we talking about uh, simulated 3D? Like if you had a, a Kinect camera hooked up to this thing, so when you shift your head, it's reading that and, and altering the perspective accordingly? Or yeah. is it just a particular... Unlike the you know view one, view two, view three that we're used to seeing, but it's mm -hmm. uh, a certain view uh, specifically for this platform that uh, gives more depth somehow. I don't know. That'll be a weird something weird that well, I'm curious to see. 
Yeah, I think it will be kind of interesting because it was actually mentioned. Like the, the we'll read the block that is for Arcuda Pinball Arcade in the in the little box set, which is says Arcuda Pinball Arcade is being developed in partnership with Farsight Studios, makers of the number one video pinball software, the Pinball Arcade. Many new features are being implemented to create a realistic pinball experience, including easy touchscreen navigation and gameplay, advanced playfield angles, including 3D options, which is what you were saying. Yeah. Real pinball part support, tournament play, and three-screen gameplay. Over 70 customized classic pinball titles will be exclusive to Arcuda Pinball Arcade, including the Adams Family Funhouse Terminator mm. and with a few other ones. So over 70 customized classic pinball titles, customized classic pinball titles, exclusive to Arcuda Pinball Arcade. So that pretty much there says, no, this is like a fork of Pinball Arcade, especially right. for Arcuda. So, yeah, sorry, Cabinet Builders, you're out of luck. This is not <laughs> going to be coming any, your way anytime soon. Yeah. Hmm. Unless, of course, you um, buy one of these cabinets. <laughs> then it will right. be coming your way. <laughs> right. Yeah, but like I said, I just want to know how much can it fool my brain, you know? Um, I think to... 3D, a lot. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. And then, and then well, the 3D, having shaker motors, having the coils going off, having the DMD where it should be, the backlash where it should be. Um, it, it could be a whole different way of playing it. And then that makes me wonder, will that make it easier or more difficult? Or just well, the same as when we play. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's uh, it's not going to be to the extent of say something like Zen VR, which would right. be which is like totally fully immersive, and you're not really even standing in front of a physical machine. But I think from memory, the Zen actually already has a 3D mode in its offering on Steam. So if you have the right equipment, you already get access to that. Um, so I just wonder. Oh, you're talking 3D, 3D. Yeah, well, they yeah. have it on... Uh, it's available on PS3. Uh, you can oh, get okay. Zen in, in 3D. Yeah, so I wonder if it's... So they don't do it on Steam at this stage, do they? I don't know if they do. I don't have a, a 3D capability on my computer, so mm. I don't have the proper I'd monitor or anything. i they didn't. I think that they probably would um, because I know that it was actually in the Android build accidentally at one point. So if they had it on Android, it seems to be a common feature across all platforms. That'd be a little weird, though, with a, A, your screen is turned sideways. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how the 3D is going to work in that aspect. But also, you're looking at it at an angle. You're not looking at it dead on. So I wonder if that'll mess with the glasses if you're playing with glasses. Um, I wonder if uh, eventually when that feature gets introduced into the Pinball Arcade platforms, I'll have some sort of... Uh, Connect-based add-on that will go below the DMD um, that allows you to like track eye movement and stuff like that. Yeah, because that might be the way you do it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Huh. It's plenty of interesting. So much to, to wonder about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, so I would I would highly recommend people go go check out uh, arcuda.com. Uh, go look at the videos that we're talking about. There's plenty of photos. You can get a better idea of. Uh, of, of everything of that nature. And then, uh, well, you can follow Arcuda on Twitter or you could just follow the blockade on Twitter at blockade. And we yeah. pretty we'll much parrot it all to you. 
Yeah, we'll we'll parrot whatever they send our way so you can keep up to date on that. If you had been following us on Twitter, you would have seen the announcement of Barnstorm Games' Time Shock coming to Arcuda. Um, back on Monday, I think that was uh, announced. Um, yep, I pushed it at the post on Monday, I think. Yeah, yeah. So you would have been you wouldn't have had to wait for this lovely podcast to tell you you would have been well informed prior to that. Uh, hey, why don't you go ahead and follow Jared on Twitter? He is at Jared Morgs, or you can follow myself. I am at Shut Your Traps. For other stuff, go ahead and check out the blockadepinball.com website. And then you can uh, see all the past episodes as well as links to the various sites that we mentioned during our podcast. And uh, news gets pushed to that site also. Yes, when we have it. It's when not very often because normally it's just like podcast, podcast episodes. But yeah, occasionally um, we will tweet out from there and use that as the way that we communicate long form things that aren't really suitable for micro blog. <laughs> it's yeah. 140 characters at a time sort of announcement. Right. Right. So I would love to talk to somebody up at Pinball Arcade about uh, their partnership with Arcuda. Maybe they could give us some some information that we're not supposed to have. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We're we're always trying to get to work that. Who can tell us something that we can then uh, spout off on? Because we like, if you haven't guessed by now, our favorite thing to do on this show is speculate. Speculate <laughs> until the donkeys come home. That's what we, we, we do That's best. what we should have. We should have called this, uh, this, instead of the blockade, we should call it speculation pinball. Yep. <laughs> <Theory> cast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, we'd be good at it. Oh, well, hey, folks, uh, I think I'm going to go head off to the movies and go see John Wick 2. Enjoy I think I will. Um, what are you? Uh, what are you up to, Jared? What do you got going on this week? Um, staying inside, inside the house, because it's thirty-nine degrees Celsius outside, and no, thank you. What, is, uh, what does that translate to in Fahrenheit? We uh, uh one hundred plus. Oh, hundred plus. Lovely. Yeah, yeah one hundred plus at least. Um, so yeah, it's a, uh, it's broiling time out there. The air conditioning is cranking away in here. <laughs> And uh, it is hot, hot, hot outside. We actually hey, were you suffering. Mentioning, were you mentioning that uh, at the mall near you, they were filming Pacific Rim too? Uh, in the city, yes. They basically turned it into um, downtown Tokyo. Uh, yeah, so, it was in the mall. Uh, a buddy of mine, he's got a friend in Australia. Also, she works in Sydney, and she had received notice just the other day of. Uh, Basically, you know, they're seeking permission to film, and it was for Pacific Room Two. And the the notification got sent to the office building of, "We are going to be firing off a lot of gunfire. Please do not call the police. It is fake gunfire." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so everything is under control. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> so there you go. That that's pretty exciting. Yeah, they're using a lot of locations here in Australia for filming this. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. Um, to sort of see movies coming down here and utilizing our areas. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then so. uh, I'll, I'll close with saying, so this uh, kids show that I've been working on for Disney Channel, uh, Stuck in the Middle. Yep. yep. We had our, our premiere episode last week. Uh, and we came, basically we went to work on Monday and found out that we were the number one rated kids show for Shows aired so far in 2017. Well, congratulations. 
That's really good. <laughs> now, the funny part is, what comprises, what is the age group? So usually when you're talking about ratings, the, the coveted group is your 18 to 34-year-olds. Okay. That's what they feel has the most expendable cash and can be suckered into whatever advertising goes on. So with this kids show uh, statistic, <laughs> the the group rating is from ages one to eleven. <laughs> one to eleven, and I'm sitting yeah. there. I was laughing because I was like, I don't know if any one through four year olds are going to be watching our show, and I doubt a five year old would even care about our show. But it's just kind of one of those weird age range things that uh, kind of maybe maybe crack it's a up. Rather, it's a rather broad brush that they're painting yes. the kids with there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then, and then of course it, it's also one of those things where. Uh, people were like, oh, hey, congratulations. You know, isn't that great? And I'm like, yeah, but it's not like they're raising our paycheck rate at all. <laughs> well, no, but look, it keeps you work. So, yeah, 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 but, good. but, but it's the thing is, is, is that we're working for a, uh, a low budget rate, basically. Um, so rather than being paid our standard wage, we're being paid quite a bit less. So it is one of those things where it's like, so we made you a success. How about maybe making us a success? <laughs> yeah. How about, you know, greasing the wheels, greasing yeah. my palm. You know? Unfortunately, I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Oh, well. Oh, well. It doesn't matter. Indeed. It does not matter. Hey, folks, we're going to talk to you again next week. Maybe we'll have more news. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just have an entire episode about things we ate. Delicious food. Delicious food. All right. Until then, bye-bye. Om nom. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blarcade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening, play some pinball.